Up next, another episode of 30 Wise with Taylor, Derek, and Kurt. We are glad you are listening. Find us on Facebook at 30 Wise Podcast or send an email to 30wisepodcast at gmail.com. And now, what you all came to listen for, 30 Wise. Enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into episode nine of 30 Wise. This is Kurt. I'm here with Taylor. Hello. And Derek. Welcome back. And we are excited to have you join us again. Uh, it is the day after Memorial Day. We'd like to start out by uh, just taking a minute here to recognize and, and thank all the men and women who have served in our military and who have paid the ultimate price for our freedoms, because freedom is not free, and we really do appreciate everyone that participates in our military to keep us safe. So thank you. Gentlemen, you have anything to add? I feel bad just saying thank you because you know they deserve more than that. Yeah. But thank you. Absolutely do. (laughs) You know what? Yeah. I mean, if you've got a family member, then you know what it's like that's in the military, that's been abroad when you've been alive or has talked about it when you've been alive it's just you did you just don't know until you actually talk with them and and a lot of them don't like to talk about it so if they're not going to open up it's hard to say anything more than thank you so um yeah thank you to all the men and women that are out there serving now and have served i saw something flying around on social media this weekend that said if you really want to thank a soldier be someone worth fighting for so be a normal citizen. Yeah. Yeah. I be a, agree. Be yeah. a good American. Exactly. Well put. Be a good American. Right. God exactly. bless America. <laughs> yep. All right. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it is, uh, we are very, very close to the official start of summer. If you haven't already been having some amazing weather, uh, baseball's Not been going Minnesota. for a long time. People are out on the golf courses. People are out mowing the lawn. But it's not officially summer yet. However, summer generally. We start to see a lot of uh, pickup in weddings because of the nicer weather. People can have larger gatherings outside. And uh, Derek uh, had mentioned, and I, I've seen actually a couple pictures already too, where uh, you know you get professional photo- photographers for a lot of these kind of events. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're taking a picture. And, and you know it's not a candid picture. They're like, hey, stand with the bride, take a picture. Stand with the lovely couple and take a picture. And we've been noticing... Something that, that kind of is is uh, questionable to us. And we've been seeing a lot of pictures where people can't take the two seconds to put down their beer or put down their wine or put down their, their mixed drink. Their cocktail. To take a professional picture. One that's going to be with that couple's you know memory books forever. And so we wanted to talk and just kind of quickly discuss when is it appropriate to have a drink or an adult beverage in your hand for a picture and when should you probably make sure to put it down i agree before we jump in um when i comment on this it's gonna make me a total hypocrite because <laughs> i was that way in college and like right after college anytime you take a picture with your buddies you always had a drink in your hand whether it was a beer cocktail or whatever you had at the time um what really brought this to my attention is I was scrolling through Facebook the other day. Maybe this is just a sign of how old I've gotten. <laughs> and maybe maybe it's a sign that I'm turning into some sort of curmudgeon. <laughs> but I was scrolling through Facebook and I noticed this really nice picture of two guys that I, I, I probably don't know that well. I'm like, that's a good picture. And they're at a wedding because they were dressed for a wedding. And one of them's holding a cocktail. And I go, you know what? Five years from now, they're going to look back, and it's going to be a really nice picture, and they're probably going to be like, man, maybe we shouldn't have held a cocktail in this nice picture. 
And the same thing goes for what you talked about, Kurt. When you're actually doing professional photos and you get a bunch of people together really fast at the reception to get a couple nice pictures in, that one person's holding the drink and it basically turns into an ad for Bud Light can or Bud Light or Budweiser or whatever. That's what Photoshop's for. And even if it's not a couple people, there's always one person. Yeah. So, so... Because I don't want to be the only curmudgeon here. What are your guys' thoughts? When do you think it's appropriate to be holding some sort of drink or beer in a picture, depending on what event it is? So let's start with the wedding, because it's kind of usually the case where you find it most, in my opinion. i say it's going to depend on the wedding, and it also depends on um, if well, who's taking the picture, but also if is the focal point the bride, the groom... The mom, the dad, whatever it is. Yeah, let's start with that. Let's go. Our bride is in the picture. Okay, I think it's easier but, to go over when it is appropriate to have a drink right. in your hand. So that's what I—that's not. what I'm going at. I'm going right now when it's appropriate because college it's, photos. No, yes. <laughs> at a wedding specifically. Graduation, sporting events, yeah, tailgating. At, at weddings specifically, if the bride has a cocktail or a drink in her hand. She should put it down. She should put it down if she wants you to put it down. Fair enough. Yes. I think that's but, understandable. I think it's a great idea. But you can also be the person that's like, all right, I'm not going to be the one that ruins this picture, and you could put it down. So don't get me wrong. I think it could go either way, but if the bride has a cocktail or a drink or a beer or wine, whatever it is in your hand, then obviously you're going to have she that She might time. not even notice, though, because a lot of times that day goes so fast for the exactly. couple. And they might not even know that they have it in their hand when they're taking so many pictures. So, so be the example you want to yeah. be. Second, I don't, I don't know about that. Though. I think I'd whatever say, the I'd bride say, is doing in the moment gives you you copy. You have to copy it. So if she doesn't have a drink. You put yours down. If she's got one. You have one in your hand. You don't, you don't want, want you don't want leave her solo. <laughs> you don't want her to feel like she's the drunk at the party. <laughs> I, think I think that plain as day probably answers the question. Well, if the bride's doing it, it's okay. If she's not, you better not. Okay, so I've got two other cases where I think it's okay. Second case, and this one's very easy. If there's a toast going on or something like that, yeah, that's sure out there. Yep. That's an easy way. It doesn't matter. Everybody's doing it or should be doing it at that point. Okay, so the other one, and I was just at a wedding this weekend, and my cousins are are very um, – they work at the brewery that we were at, and they, they just like the whole atmosphere of, of what it brought to the table. But we, I, w- I was at a wedding at a brewery, and they had the bar open prior to the wedding, and they had the bar open during the wedding, and they had the bar obviously open after the wedding. So everybody that got, was, that got there before the wedding started had a beer. Or they had a sparkling option. I don't even know what it was, but it was a sparkling seltzer or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they had a drink. There were, I would say, eighty percent of the people that was that were at the or that at the wedding paying attention. Right, had a, a beer. Had drinks in their hand. Had a beer in their hand. Okay. So it it sets the precedence a little bit differently depending on where you're at. Are you going to a church wedding? Are you going to a park? Are you going to a brewery? I think the place is going to set the tone of where the wedding's at and what you're going to be able to do as well. Okay, let me ask you this question. So I still think it depends on who's taking the picture. I, 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 but, ultimately, but, but let's take one step. But then, what are, what are you posting on social media? Yeah. What do you want people posting exactly. of you on social media? Or so how do you want to be seen? Can, how, yeah, exactly. how do you want to be seen with it? So my question is: um, is it is there a difference between holding it at your side, like it's an incidental thing, you just snapped a picture and the beer was in your hand? Compared to you, like holding it up and cheers in the camera type of thing. <laughs> Again, I think it's time and place. Yeah. 
is the is the bride cheersing you and giving you the whole clankety clank on the cup thing, or is are you just a drunk ass party go party How goer? Open are your eyes? <laughs> is someone holding your head up? Are, Don't are you, take any pictures. Is the bride holding you up when the picture's being taken? So I got a question: What happened to me to make me even think that it's a thing? Because I never used to care. Why am I going through Facebook the other day and notice somebody doing that in a picture that of people I hardly recognize? Because as you grow, and up, I care. As you grow up, you mature. Is this part of? This is part, part of part of maturing. Maturing, yes. As you realize, you're like it's oh, part of wow, being a father. That looks uh, that is, looks inappropriate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't, want, at 9 every I wouldn't day? want <laughs> that. And Ben probably tires you out. But yeah, it's it's part of growing up and part of saying, okay, this is the image that you know, because someday your kids might see these pictures, and it's like, what what do you want them to think? Good point. So, listeners out there, just remember, the bride's doing it. It's okay if she's not doing it. Put your cocktail down. At least that's our thought. That cool. I don't think that's a a professional rule. I think it's just uh, (laughs) that might be a thirty wise recommendation. Uh, Thirty wise stamp of approval. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, exactly. (laughs) We'll write that in. Well, that was a good subject. Kurt, you had something else? Yeah, you so, so since, we're, since we were talking about summer, um, I think an important thing for parents and everybody, um, especially especially parents of young kids, is uh, to know um, what we're doing for sunscreen for the kids for the summer. Uh, so I pulled a few things off of the American Academy of Pediatrics, along with just what Lori and I do um, with the kids, and just figured I'd ask you guys to see, see what your routines were with the, with the kids so, uh, Derek or Taylor, how do you guys get the kid? How do you get sunscreen on the kids? Well, first it's not easy with toddlers. <laughs> first, I have to say you have to rem- you have me. Re- remember to bring it with you. Yeah, because I missed that. Uh, missed the boat on that yeah. already this summer. Where you're outside and all of a sudden you feel the heat on your own neck and your own ears, and you're like, "God, I should put sunscreen on." And there's your kid running around with none on, yeah. just like, yeah, sweating, beat red. So first you have to bring it with you. The second one is I've always been told higher the better. Okay. And I know you're probably going to tell me that that's not wrong and you're going to lay some education down tonight. Sure. But higher the better and apply it multiple times when you think you need it, especially if it's really, really hot. Sure. So given my background as a pharmacist, I would say you for sure want at least a a 15 SPF, but generally a lot higher. Um, but I would say once you get to 50 or, um, you kind of max out anything higher than that. You're just, you're paying extra dollars for the, for the number on there. You're not getting any percentage better coverage. Um, you mean it's not like a blanket if they're white, (laughs) right? Okay. Well, another Um, question quick before you go on is if you put sunscreen on a kid mm -hmm. and it's not rubbed in all the way, is that better when it soaks in without it being rubbed in all the way, or does it not make a difference? It depends. If you so, if you're using an aerosol spray, you have to rub it that in. If okay. you spray it on and don't rub it in, you might as well you wasted your time. Okay, but the lotion side. But of the it. lotion, if is you know, if you're rubbing in a little bit and you can still see white, you're okay. So when you see the picture um, of a kid with a big glob on his nose that they haven't rubbed in yet, it's not doing any better than if it was rubbed in. Right. Okay. Exactly. I always want. I mean, is this a bad time for the? It puts the lotion on the skin (laughs) joke. (laughs) Kind of. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, 
Uh, I will I will be posting these on the the Facebook site, so make sure to check out Thirty Wise Podcast on Facebook. Um, but it'll have uh, different recommendations for different age kids for sure. Um, babies under six months, which Jonathan. So this year um, or this, right now in his life, he's not getting any sunscreen if if at all possible. Just you know, keep him in the shade. Keep him in the shade if at all possible. Keep him in longer longer sleeves, longer pants, and for sure a, a brimmed hat. You know, try to keep them out of the sun as much as possible. Um, if you absolutely have to, if you're at the beach and can't get an umbrella or anything like that, you can put a minimal amount of at least 15 SPF just on very small areas, like the back of their hands, the neck, the, the face. It's so a dumb gotta, question, but why, yeah. why when they're that small, why is it bad to put Their skin absorbs things way differently than older kids. Okay. Okay. So, so what, you, what, yeah. what, I don't know if you mentioned over what age is it appropriate? So this is, um, so for six and six months and older okay. is when it's a good time and safe to, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics to start using sunscreen on your kids. Okay. Um, they still also recommend, you know, limiting sun exposure between 10 and 4 p.m., 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. because that's when the sun is going to be its strongest. Um, one of the other key reminders for people is even if it's a cloudy day, the mm-hmm. UVA and the UVB still gets through the clouds. So you and your family still want to be protected. Need to put it on at least a half hour before you go outside. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I would, like we started doing it with Henry pretty much right away. And sometimes he fought it when he was six months to a year old and then we kind of just made it a game like i would have him take his shirt off and we would do a smiley face on his tummy (laughs) and then we just rub it in and he loved it so now it's to the point where he's three now we go outside he's like hey i need to get my sunscreen on (laughs) so i think starting it early for you newer parents um make sure to just start it and make it a fun routine and and do it yourself too. be an example because then then they'll buy in on it you know, I'm putting it on. You're putting it on. Boom! Now we can go have fun in the sun. Uh, I find that the uh, wrap up, hold as tight as I can, and then try and <laughs> squirt it all over to, to get it coverage is the best option. Because I, I can't. But yeah. you and Ben, she hates it. Oh, when Ben, when does I he it, go running? Yeah, when I put it on Ben, he kind of squirms away and he wants to get going because we're gonna go outside yeah. and do something fun. So I usually don't get it rubbed in as well yeah. as, especially in the face. So he walks out kind of looking like a yeah. like an albino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything is white. Yeah, and he doesn't know any better. So he kind of walks into public, and everybody's like, "Wow, yeah. what dumb parent can't rub sunscreen into their kid's face?" Well, yeah, plus, that's me. <laughs> plus, if they're squirming away as soon as you get them, they're like it's like a, a greased hog. You know, you're trying to grab yep. them, and you're they're slipping right through your hands. Question: um, If you do forget sunscreen and a child gets sunburned, what are the appropriate steps you take? Sure. So, I mean, the, the the recommendations will be on the on the Facebook page. But for sure, if it starts to, like, blister, they get pain or fever, that's when you want to go into a doctor. Otherwise, most of it can be a cool, a cool compress. Um, I wouldn't recommend any ice or anything like that because the, the nerves and the skin are damaged at that point. Yeah. You want to do something cool or, like, a lukewarm or, like, a... Yeah, just, like just a, a cold just, break. Yeah, not ice cold, just something cool. Something to take um, the heat off. And exactly. Kind of provide a little comfort. Yep, definitely. No aloe vera. To, you can do aloe vera. Right. I will. Uh, my personal recommendation is try to use an aloe vera lotion or a or pure aloe vera, like an aloe vera plant, versus the gel. The gel is good. However, gels contain alcohol, so they're going to dry the skin out more. Hold but the lotions, lotions already. The lotions yep. do not have alcohol. Lotions, no. Most lotions that you find that have aloe vera in there should not have alcohol. In order to make a gel, you have to put like uh, sterile alcohol. Is there enough aloe vera in the lotion for it to actually help? 
Generally speaking, 100% aloe vera is the best. Yeah. Um, most of the other products will have 70% aloe vera. So the lotion itself, the moisturizing content of the aloe vera and the lotion is going to help. So where do you get just straight aloe vera? Out of a plant. Yeah, Out of a where plant. do you get the plant? Farmer's market. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Greenhouse. Greenhouse. I didn't know it was easily grown around here. You can grow it in your own house. I can remember my parents had an aloe vera plant when we were growing up, too. For cuts and scrapes and sunburns, I wouldn't say it's easily grown around here, but anybody can indoors. grow something indoors. So yeah. I have a plant. How do you turn it into aloe vera? You can rub my skin. Just you poke see. a leaf and rub it on you. Yeah, because it's kind of like a hardy, like almost like a hard branch, and you just snap it off, and then you just start squeezing it, and that's aloe vera gel right there. Wouldn't you need like a bunch of plants in order to, or does Not it really. spread pretty easily? And it should spread pretty easily. That's good make to it know. into a nice pumice. Do you think every parent pumice? Should, do you think <laughs> just, you just work it down into a into a nice you know you kind of grind so it up? So what's your opinion? Do you think every <laughs> you just lather and then you just spread parent, it around? Every, every family, every dad out there should have an aloe vera plant each summer. They have if a it's practical plant. for them, that's going to be your best relief. Or you could just do preventative care and put sunscreen on. Good sunscreen point. And reapply every two hours, or if they've been swimming, reapply. But anything over fifty <clears throat> is just a waste of money. So right. why do they make stuff over fifty? Because people make pay money. for it. Really? You literally in, incremental. It's yes. It's literally incremental, like percentage increases for coverage, from fifty to one hundred percent, or SPF fifty to SPF one hundred or whatever, or SPF ninety. You're getting like plus three percent extra coverage. More. Yeah. But because it's got a bigger number on there, parents who aren't as informed and parents that have not listened to this podcast yet Ooh. are going to buy it. Yep. So not only are we informing people, but we're saving them money. Trying to save them money. Yep. We need to get this podcast out across the nation. Don't forget about the other tip. Uh, Make sure if you do a hat for your kids, make sure, try to get a big wide brimmed hat because the top of the ears, I can remember so many times as a kid having sunburn on top of my ears. Also, the tops of feet are a very common area um, for skin cancer too. My mom had some skin cancer removed from the top of her foot because you always wear flip-flops or you go barefoot. And it's one area you don't think to put sunscreen on. Well, that gives me uh, another opportunity to give this a stamp of 30-wise approval. (laughs) Get sunscreen. It's got to be over 15. Anything over 50 is a waste of money. And if your kids are six months or younger, don't put it on because it's bad for their skin. Ideally, unless you absolutely have to. If they do get sunburned, cold compress or actual aloe from the plant, aloe lotion, and then the gel. If there's nothing else. Yep. Anything else you want to add? I will put up the full recommendations from the American Academy of Pediatrics on the 30 Wise podcast site on Facebook. So make sure to check that out. Good to know. That's actually really good information because I didn't know a lot of that. Good. So thank Perfect. you for bringing that yeah, to our attention. Got to keep the kids safe over summer. The more you know. The Da-da-da-da. more you know. <laughs> well, the last thing we want to touch on is we have a new segment we're starting for the next five weeks. Uh, <laughs> We as dads have had a long winter. Do you guys agree? Hardy yeah. winter. Yep. And when it's a hardy winter, you spend a lot of time indoors. You spend a lot of time drinking <laughs> beer and eating whatever you need to to stay comfortable when it's stay uh, warm. snowy. Yeah. Stay warm. So I think it's uh, safe to say that all three of us here are probably not in the best shape. So we are on hey, a mission. Hey, for yourself. Right. say we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, not good, could do better. Exactly. <laughs> so we as dads are on a mission over the next five weeks Tonight, the day after Memorial Day to the 4th of July, we are going to have a 
weight loss slash fitness competition. Dad bod challenge. Called the 30 Wise Dad Bod Challenge. And tonight, we're going to do official weigh-ins. Yep, and we would encourage any of you elves out there that want to join us, go ahead and join us. You know, post your success stories. We're not, we're, none of us are sticking to a, a specific regimen. It's not like we're all doing the same thing. I think That's what all, makes it interesting. I think we've all decided what we're all going to do, and maybe we can hit on what each one of us is planning on doing, but we don't have to divert that much time into it. I know wait, these wait, two wait. are ready. This is a competition. These two already start, uh, started up on me, yeah, because they, they got <laughs> I here, and, I, and I, offered them, I offered them an adult beverage, and they said, sorry, we're cutting that out of the program. And my, I said, my, well, then I'd... I'd I'm sorry, I don't diet that way. <laughs> My health ship was sailing the wrong direction. I need to get that sucker turned around. We're not I cutting re- it out completely over the next five weeks. We're just starting off on the right foot to get the detox. Well, this is my experience. I'm going to do stuff like pretty good, Yeah. except I'm going to drink beer. Or probably have a cocktail. But it's going to be light beer, like the Nicola well, Valtra. Your, your cocktail of choice is vodka waters. You can't get much less calories than that. It's a lot of sugar though, right? A lot of sugar. I guess not any more sugar than anywhere else. Yeah. So how this is going to work out is we are all going to weigh in tonight after the podcast finishes, and we will track our progress. Using the same scale scale, Kurt is providing. Which is going to measure our weight and our percentage body fat. Exactly. And then we're going to do calculation of BMI. Yep. And those three factors are going to be what we look at, right? Correct. Yep. And we're going to see who has the largest percentage drop in all three categories. Correct. We're gonna. There's going to be point values associated with each one. Right. Mm-hmm. So Taylor, a lot goes into getting in shape, losing weight. What's your strategy for the next five weeks? Mental toughness. So you're just going to wake up, look at a magazine of a man with big abs, and if what? you see it, it'll happen. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know how that changes Taylor's daily routine anyway. <laughs> If you build it, they will come. No, so see what you want to be. <laughs> what was it, the water boy, where you visualize? Mel's like Taylor, get out of the bathroom already. <laughs> so a lot of it is going to be portion control, workout regimen, and just overall healthier eating. Those are going to be my three things to focus on. Do you have any go-to meals or meal plans that you know you're going to utilize a lot? So at this point, right away, I'm going to start. I'm going to cut out a lot of the carbs and just try and detoxify from that to begin with, and then eat um, just just eat eat smaller meals more often. Okay, so that's the yeah, food part. What are you going to do for exercise? So we're ex- gonna just do the the diet with food and see no. Food. So exercise part is up every morning, five fifteen, five thirty. We're talking seven days a week, six to seven days a week. Wow! And it's going to be a fitness program, most likely a beach body on demand, um, something like that. That's going to uh, be structured and be an easy way to follow. Um, we have a. Um, we have a Beachbody On Demand membership, so take it full advantage of that and go through the products. Is that a 30-minute session, an hour session? Depends on the program. You're Probably going to stick to around 30 minutes. you do multiple programs. Well, I, we'll see. Are you going to have your wife join you? She is going to be joining. So you guys are going to be motivating each other. Yes. So Taylor can seize victory. Yes. Okay. And have you done this before? Yes. All right. So you're, you're aware of what's going to take for your body to... 
start shredding. Yes. It's it's a long process that takes some diligence on the drinking part. All right. Kurt. Yeah. Your plan of attack will be. Well, so uh, most of my coworkers know that uh, I, I have quite the sweet tooth. Uh, and, and working where I do, uh, I don't have a lot of other options when I want something quick than to grab a bag of candy. Luckily, I've been uh, off for six weeks. I, I go back in two weeks uh, to work, so that's going to be a, ch- a challenge for me during this healthy dead body eating challenge. So, however, uh, my 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 first my firstborn, my big buddy uh, Henry, loves to eat broccoli. With me, so nice. we eat broccoli a That'd lot together. Helpful. So I'm going to kick that in and do some more. Every time I want some sweets, I'm going to eat some broccoli, and uh, just kind of more. The more I can eat at home, uh, the better. I try and cut back on the beers. Uh, pack a lunch. Pack a lunch, and just uh, yeah. As far as eating, I'm not going to change too much. You know, probably eat some greener stuff than stuff filled with carbs, but. I'm not. I'm not one of those people that can just change my dietary intake. I just. I like what I like, and I, I like cheeseburgers. And it's grilling season, so it's <laughs> it's going to be hard to. There's a lot of healthy options to grill, Kurt. I know. So you're going to make up. For Get this, rid of the bun. You're going to make up. For some of the, <laughs> you're going to make up for some of these cheap meals with exercise, right? Yeah. What's your exercise so plan? I'm not going to go on anything crazy. I mean, not that what Taylor's doing is crazy, but I'm going to simply just. Get up. I'll do some some running in the morning or at night once the kids go to bed. Wow. Um, I'll probably do, you know, I, I had a, a friend of mine from church that had kind of started a challenge doing like 100 push-ups a day for a month and then 100 squats a day for a month. So I'm going to kick those both back in because I really enjoyed doing that. So just kind of easy stuff. And, and Henry likes to like jump on while I'm doing push-ups. So that'll add some extra weight. And So Taylor's doing with his wife. You're going to incorporate your child. Yep. And I think Lori will probably jump in. She's she. We've done a couple yoga workouts with Henry too. He likes to get and do do that kind of stuff. Flexibility is key too. Nice. Oh, you know? definitely. Yeah. Stretching. Well, that'll help you from getting injured. Yeah. Staying limber. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be like Derek. I hope you don't throw out your back day one and have to lose the challenge automatically. <laughs> well, when you're squatting 580 pounds and you're benching 350, you just can't. It puts a you're, lot of. You're no, so, you're so, he's been looking at the same magazines yeah. that Taylor's been looking. I wish I could bunch 380. You're so swollen. My favorite exercise is the neck roll. <laughs> just to get jacked. Because your wife does the eye roll so hard. <laughs> That's our workout routine. <laughs> I think mine is from from a dietary side of it. Uh, a lot of protein, a lot of so protein. a lot of chicken, a lot of eggs, um, the clean protein shakes, whatever the one Ben Lieber promotes. The I can't remember what it is. Bipro. Bipro. I like that stuff. And then you know, steak and a lot. You're of such veggies. a homer. So you're going Atkins. What? Kinda. Atkins is pretty much cut carbs, just eat a bunch of protein. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought that was a Kato, it was all protein. But I'll have a few carbs in there because you got to keep the stove burning. Atkins makes you. Start it's the right kind of carbs you got to work okay. into. Anyway. Yeah, right kind of carbs. I really want to limit sugar. Yeah. yeah. So all the sugary stuff. I don't do a lot of candy, I don't do a lot of pop, but there are other ways I consume sugar that I should probably cut back on. Got to go with the healthy sugars. Yeah. Dean used to do a meat and cheese diet. Just as much meat that and as sounds much fantastic. cheese as you want. And you'll be fine. Dude, that sounds like you would have a hard time getting regular. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with no fiber thrown in there, I cause for a lot of discomfort and pain. Guess what we'll to call him up. <laughs> yep, he can be a guest call halfway through. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, so, just a second. I think I, I really 
going to take advantage of eggs, and then um, I like green beans and that sort of stuff. Nice. The hardest part, and the, the one thing I'm going to incorporate too is a cheat day. So I guess cheat that cheat day is going to Is happen. it a cheat day, or do we want to call it a celebration day? Yeah, celebration day. Treat yourself. Ooh, where did we get that from again? I don't know. I Did we do we hear at the same time? I think so. Somebody called that. <laughs> yeah, celebration day, I think it would be Saturday or Sunday when you can pig out and go after which I think is actually good for losing weight because it ramps up your metabolism and jacks up those hormones that burn fat. Sweet. Something like that. Uh, my right. exercise routine will be yeah. go to the gym in the morning, probably do a mixture of running, weightlifting, and try not to get hurt. There you go. Because as soon as I get hurt, I'm throwing in the white flag and I'm giving up. Yeah. All right. And you'll see this puppy uh, balloon. Cool. All right, folks. Well, <laughs> we are going to decide what we are wagering on this, uh, and we will uh, reveal it in the next episode. So make sure to check in for that to see what we are, are putting up. Uh, for the winner. Unless you have good ideas, let us know what we should be wagering yeah. on Facebook. Post it on our Facebook page. And don't worry, this segment won't be as long as the next time. Yes. So this was a quick kind of rundown. If you would love to join us in our Dad Bod Challenge, because I think Dad Bod's where it's at, but uh, you know, you can always do a little bit better, look a little bit better for your kids, be be the image of a hero for them. Uh, so feel free to join us in our journey uh, starting now until July 4th. And then, who knows, maybe we continue it on after that. Maybe it becomes routine after that. But anyway, we're very glad that you guys tuned in today to listen to us thanks again for joining us gentlemen i think before we sign off you yeah. want to give a shout out i wanted to give a shout out to the boyums uh here in the Northern, boyums the boyums yep the boyums. erica and brett boyum All right loyal listeners loyal listeners to the 30 wise podcast we ran into them at a garth brooks concert that we attended not too long ago and, and they uh, recognized you they recognized oh, us man. and uh we we were very uh, glad to meet them and chit chat with them about the podcast i thought it was uh really cool to meet some listeners so again make sure folks if you like what you're hearing at 30 wise make sure to like us on our 30 wise podcast on facebook share it with your friends hit like comment on some things we'd love to hear your feedback on what you want to hear from us and also uh, our 30 wise podcast at gmail.com mailbox is always open for suggestions or feedback on our show topics again thank you for listening and god bless america America.